You're listening to Southern California Prep Insider Radio. On San Diego Sports Leader. The Mighty 1090. Welcome back, Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. Tommy Morris, Noah Laxina, Bodie DeSilva, intern Chase in the house. We've got Poway Baseball here for the first hour. That's why you heard some Blink-182 right now. You're going to hear that in and out of every single commercial break. You're welcome. Uh, second hour, we have Del Norte Baseball in the house. But for right now, we've got to meet these Titans. Guys, introduce yourselves. We'll go down the line this way so that we uh, keep it nice and clean. Hi, I'm Ivan Merrill. Zach Walker. Danny Avila. Jared Benham. Matt Walker. Jake Dadamore. David Lewis. And Dylan Moran. All right, so this is almost – what percentage of the team is here? About half? Like A little under half. A little under half. All right, yeah. you guys are off to a fantastic start so far this season. You are 12-2. and two. You played some tough opponents as well. Did you guys expect – Things go as well as they have. Well, I mean, last year being the runner-up in CIF, we knew we had like we had a lot of returners coming back, so we knew we were gonna be like at the top of the rankings this year. And we started slow, but we picked it up. You know, we had, we had to get yelled by coach a couple of times, but <laughs> yeah, we're on a win streak right now, and it feels good. Is is the yelling normal? Yeah, even when we're winning, just <laughs> is it one of those things like that's just the normal default volume, so it doesn't yeah. even really register. Yeah, it just, at this just, point. Keeps us, just keeps us locked in. Yeah, there's some Love games, you, some games that you. Uh, win the game but you walk out sometimes feel like you actually lost it so yeah you get the yelling that's kind of good though because that is actually kind of true i think i think there's sometimes where you play terrible and you just get lucky and win and some games you play great and just end up losing can you guys tell at the end of the game if if you got you know it was a, a win that you won or a win that you kind of you didn't have all your stuff there oh yeah definitely we we've had a couple games where we win but we didn't bring our best stuff and coach definitely makes us makes us um sure of that one so how long, how long you guys been playing for Coach? How long has he been there? You want to give him a shout-out, too, by the way? Yeah, so Coach Perry, he's been there for how long? 27 years. Forever? 27 years. Yeah, yeah our, our whole coaching staff has been there forever. So, so when you were little kids, did you go to the Poway games and watch? Uh, like middle school, I went to a couple games. Okay, but, so you, yeah. you, knew, you knew what was coming. Yeah. So, so what is it like playing for someone who's been there for so long? I mean, it's fun because it's a tradition. You know that they've won championships before. You know what they're going to provide. And so you just trust the process and go through it. Anyone else on that? It's like they, they know what they're doing. They've been doing it for so long that whatever they're telling you, you can definitely trust them because they know exactly what they're talking about, and you, you can put their put faith in them to to know what they're talking about. So does that RB rivalry for them even, like, deeper because they've been there for so long and they were kind of there way, way – not back in the day, but kind of back in the day? Yeah, and uh, our coaches got – like, because last year we lost to them in the final game of the year to decide league, and they were pretty upset about that just like we were, and – yeah, they, they, we're ready for it this year. Uh, does that game mean a little bit more to you guys than the other ones? I know, like, the cliche answer, like, no, every game is a pour in and, like, stuff like that. But when you – is that game circled on the schedule every year? Like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to play them. Yeah, for sure. We always look at it. We're all, always ready for, like, checking the matchups. We're always looking at their record. <laughs> we're ready for them. Yeah, and RB's always been one of those teams that's really close in uh, power rankings, I guess, with us. So it's always a close competition. Even when we're not playing them, we're still competing against them. And we got to know that we have to come out on top. I feel like that's a real rivalry, you know? Because oh, you yeah. know there's the rivalries that, like, list back back in the day, yeah. but now it's, like, 20-0, to zero, you know what I mean? Like, they just get blown out. Yeah, and, but to <laughs> see, like, both teams being at the top on some, like, Red Sox-Yankees type stuff. Yeah, and they've won, the, they've won the league the last couple of years, so we're trying to get it back. Yeah, every game you play against them, you never know who's going to win. It's just who comes out that day to win, to want to win and play. One also, I feel like with you guys and them, it's it's <clears throat> this is a compliment to them and you guys. It's every sport you guys are good. It's not like there's some sports where you guys 
there's not even so is it really something like football season we know we're going to go watch them play rb basketball we got to go see them play rb and then when you guys play everyone's coming to see the baseball game yeah i mean our school takes pride in like our rivalry and like whenever we have a game we got instagram accounts uh just posting about it like come to the game show a lot of support so we always try to like bring bring the crowd wherever we play rb yeah the rivalry is always like going uh, speaking of Instagram Instagram accounts, Ivan, you want to explain to people what you got when you walked in the studio today? Oh yeah, I got a I got a really cool shirt that says <laughs> "I throw chairs." Uh, thank you, thank you again for that one. Um, so, it was cool being on your guys' Instagram and and just getting recognized around San Diego. Yeah, so for those who don't know, every week on Instagram we post four strikeout videos. The one that gets the most votes wins the shirt. So congratulations. Did you have any sort of strategy to that, or were you just kind of clueless to the whole process? I was just kind of clueless, actually. <laughs> My friend here, Zach, he, he kind of made it happen. He sent in videos, and, and yeah, he got me to where I am right now. Yeah, he, he knew he couldn't submit himself, so he wanted me to do it. So <laughs> I had to help him out, and then a couple shout-outs got him, the views. So, yeah. That, that's, a, that's a team guy right there, man. Yeah. Wanting to see your other your your brothers uh, strive and prosper. That's cool. Shout out. Wait, so how many days a week does Zach get uh, shirt privileges then? You guys, you guys got to work that out at some point. <laughs> ah, every, every that's where it is. So. Every third day? <laughs> every third day. You, and you got to wash it, too. No, you, you can, you, wash, you can it. wash it if you're going to wear it. <laughs> uh, speaking of clothes, I noticed you've got, you guys have two different hats on. you got the practice hat here. we got the game hat. So kind of walk us through the uniform combinations for the Poway Titans. Um, so this year we got, we got some camo hats to show respect for our Coach Perry because he always walks around repping a, a big black hat with, um, with a white tee and a camo bill. And our, and our manager, basically, she, uh, she got us these camo hats to, to respect him every Friday night that we have night games. We wear them, and we celebrate Coach Perry. So he had the hat before anybody? Yeah, he's yeah. had it forever. It's only the <laughs> only hat he wears besides when it's game day he switches but all the time he wears that same. Did hat. it have the T on it like that one does or was it? Is it just yeah, like a regular the exact hat? Hat, but about twenty years yeah, old. This is <laughs> and this is like the first year I can recall that we've had a practice hat. Normally it's always just only this. Right. Hat. So does he? Did he switch to the new practice hat or does he still rock the twenty year old? No, it's it's the, old, the old one. Old one. Yeah. How disgusting! Take me through how disgusting <laughs> that hat is really quickly. Um, how much is it? Has it like turned white from all the sweat? Like what? What is that? What does a twenty year old hat look like? I didn't know it was a black and camo hat. <laughs> I thought, yeah, it, I no thought it was just it's, a it's weird gray off brown. It just faded away. <laughs> uh, so today's April Fools. You guys have practice today? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yes, we did. No would practice. any of you dare, and I think you know what I'm about that, so would any of you dare maybe somehow find a way to get a hold of that hat and hide it for a day? What would, what would happen? You're, you're already missing it. It's too well, late. Well, Perry's not the, he's the one that wears the hat. He's not the one that you mess with. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, you mess with him, and he'll get mad, but it's kind of a funny mad. Perry, you just feel like you're disappointing him. <laughs> <laughs> so it would not go over well? No. Um, do you guys mess with each other? I mean, it's April Fool's Day, so here – Today would be a cliche day, wait, cliche day to do it, but is there one guy on the team who is always messing with people and doing stuff like that? Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. definitely. We have uh, this guy named Taylor Johnson. Uh, yeah, he's our catcher. He just messes with everyone. He's always cracking jokes. And uh, he uh, sometimes coach has to, like, tell him to focus up, but he's always he's fun to have around, and he just messes with all of us. Why is it always a catcher? <laughs> like, literally every single time, like, it's always a catcher. What, what, what is an appropriate thing that you can share that he's done where he's really gotten somebody Oof. good? He won a most spirited Titan on what Friday? So yeah, he won. Hey, he seems like a good guy. He seems like a fun guy to be around. So does that mean that he's the dude at all the other games who's leading the student section, or how, how did he win that award? 
I mean, uh, so what they do is like there's like nine of them and they compete against each other and there's like a a dance segment, like a singing segment. <laughs> so he could dance. Yeah. So he he just does everything. <laughs> yeah. He can sing, dance. Like he just loves messing around. He has a bunch of energy all the time. Doesn't get embarrassed. Yeah, nothing. What? Speaking of energy, we also have Nick Salafi out there oh, that yeah. just <laughs> just gets every game going with his loud, kind of obnoxious energy out there. Yeah. Is he the dugout chatter guy? Yeah, oh, he's definitely. Yeah. He does not stop talking. Like he will just go on for talking for hours. What like, What are some of the things he would say? Uh, so like d- middle of the game, he'll just randomly come to the end of the bench, start yelling at one of the bench players, like, "Let's go, <laughs> let's talk it up, let's be loud." Like just keeps our energy up, and then like. He just has fun all the time during practice when we're like the pitchers are shagging when we're hitting. He just tries to make funny plays and like diving catches, and it's really funny just watching him play. And even uh, today, we were doing inter squads during practice, and one of our he, so Nick is a pitcher, and he threw on a helmet, and he was standing there in the on deck circle talking to our hitters. And uh, Matt, who's hit, yeah. sitting here, hits a foul ball, and Matt and laser. Nick isn't looking. Yeah, and he hit it hard. Matt just and, the laser and Nick's right turned at around head. with the helmet on, bounces off his helmet, and he continues the conversation. It was so funny. <laughs> Nothing happened. Yeah, because he, 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 he has his back turned. Matt hits a laser, hits him right in the helmet. He just kind of pauses a second, off. then just goes back to yeah, doing what he just bounces off, and he just keeps it was, going. It was so that's funny. That's a tough son of a gun, dying. man. It was just on the field. That's get, I you need to put him on a football team. Yeah, that's da- <laughs> I'd like. Well, I wouldn't want to like pitch to him or anything. I'm like that guy's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like well, we're gonna play them. We're gonna play them. Yeah, t- I'm going home. <laughs> Take that's me like, home. That coach. is actually intimidating. You should maybe try and figure out a way to get him before every game to just wear a helmet and stand kind of near and have coaches hit him with a fungo really quick. Just have him just not even flinch. Yeah, he, he's immune to uh, smell because he got a concussion one time. And he just lost his sense of smell. So he Dang. doesn't smell anything. But can he taste anything? Because isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he can taste. He just can't smell. So like whenever someone rips in the dugout, we're all just like, oh, and there's sloth just in the middle of it, just enjoying it. Enjoying the extra room. Yeah. That's that'd be detrimental if you like have to go on a date or something, you can't tell if you smell bad. Yeah, that's that's what he says. Like he can't tell if his room smells bad or anything. That's the only like, Moe's just lost. That's uh, that's tough. Prayers for him, huh? That's also a good excuse. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't, hey, I don't, like, I'm, I I'm, hold like, on, hold like, on. Think about it. Like, you're just like, well, I can't smell. Yeah, and then, yeah. Like, and then automatically whoever's with them just like, well. Damn, I'm sorry, man. I can't be mean to him. Yeah, he has yeah, no idea. Like, what am I going to do? Just call him something because he can't smell it? It's kind of messed up, bro. I, well, if any of you try to call him on it, like maybe like put like something next to him that definitely would smell bad that he would definitely notice, and then he still doesn't even flinch. He wouldn't care. Yeah. I still don't think he'd care. You he wouldn't care? I feel like but this that's would be my... something we'll try <laughs> eventually. I think it would be like my ongoing mission. To like just like see get him to react to something smelly. Well, I feel like I see in a lot of sitcoms when they have like the person who's pretending to be deaf or whatever, and they drop a bug next to them and they like react. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, what, yeah. We got to think of an equivalent thing for that. We can do that on air. Cause, is he listening? You think? No. Okay, good. So we, we'll do that. We'll figure this <laughs> no, out on air. We got to figure out what, what would be the equivalent of like the Chase. What do you think? You know that plant that like smells like rotten eggs or whatever? Like it's like the smelliest plant in the world. I'll look it up. But like I think we just need to we need to buy one of those and then just put it in their dugout and see how long it takes them to notice. Put it, it on top of Coach's old hat. Yeah, that that then then you will for sure know. If it's yeah, or just real. put it in his locker or something. Just yeah, or just yeah, or you guys all have your own bags. Yeah, put it in his bag. Yeah. See what happens. And, and we're apologizing. I'm not going to pre-apologize to his parents right now because yeah. if he doesn't, if he doesn't yeah. notice it, if that bag ends up at home, it's going to be my fault. Yeah. And the, the adult in the room is it's my yeah, fault. Yeah, it's not me. <laughs> I will yeah. take no responsibility for this. 
All right, we'll be back a little bit later or after the commercial break with more Poway talk about how to make things smell and stuff like that. Yeah. Because it has everything to do with Poway baseball, for sure. Uh, you've been listening to Southern California Prep Insider Radio here in San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. And Noel Axina's number three tip for Valentine's Day is... Chill, man. Things are going to be all right. All right? You don't want to force it. Let it happen. You're going to be all right. Nailed it. You're listening to Southern California Prep Insider Radio. On San Diego Sports Leader. The Mighty 1090. I see, I've seen that. Welcome seen back. That. Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. Almost got you there, Noah. That would have been a good April Fool's joke. Yeah. Tommy Morris, Noah Alexina, Bodie Silva, and Jim Chase. Poway Baseball is here, which is why we're listening to Blink-182 right now. If you'd like to oh, follow yeah. us on social media at SD Prep Insider, go ahead and do that on Instagram. And Twitter, so you can vote for our King of K's that I just posted. I did without Christian's help today. So Hey, shout out Christian. We miss you. We miss you, Christian. I'm, in your chair, I'm 100% nice sure I did it wrong. Um, in the Padres game right now, that's live. It's on a channel that you probably can't find because I can't figure it out either. Um, <laughs> Adam Jones just hit a home run for the D-backs. And, guys, you guys got to see Adam Jones in a winter game this year? Yes. Winter ball game last winter, year. Winter ball game last year. So, so tell the story. Because Adam Jones, again, he's a San Diego native. And, and where were you guys? How, what, what happened? So we had a winter ball game. It was a San Diego State tournament, and um, we had a friend named Kyle Colas, and he was playing right field. But he's is he no longer your friend? He moved. he moved to South Carolina. But he's still your friend. Yeah, he's he's my brother. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. Don't, okay, <laughs> you're still friend. Yeah, okay, go go go. Continue. Um, yeah, he was playing right field, but he's an infielder, so he had an infield glove. And Adam Jones was hitting in the right field cages at SCSU, and he offered Kyle the glove, and he. And he didn't realize who he was. He thought he was just a college player. And Kyle said, no, it's fine. Thank you, though. So <laughs> we, run, we ran back into the dugout, and our coach goes, do you know who that is? And he was like, who is that? And the coach says, that's Adam Jones. And then he, his face of devastation was just so sad. He just started, like, he, I swear he almost started tearing up. And he goes back out there looking for him, and he's, and he's gone. He's gone. Yeah, he was just gone. Adam Jones was like, wow, this guy, ugh, this guy. <laughs> Has that ever happened to either of you guys before where you've, a celebrity or someone has like been talking to you and you just had no – you're completely oblivious and then mm. afterwards you find out who that person was. You're like, oh, my gosh, I'm just an idiot. Have you ever I don't know if you ran into celebrities like that. So one time I was at a SeaWorld and, and this, guy, <laughs> this guy behind me starts talking about food. And I was like, what? And so I'm like, I used to like talking about food. And I turn around and I start talking food. And then at the end, like when I get off the ride that I was in line for, my dad says, hey, Chase, you know who you were talking to? And I go, who? And he goes, that was Guy Fieri from the Food Network. <laughs> Just didn't know. Wait, uh, I recognize uh, Guy Fieri. Yeah, Because I didn't know who, I didn't yeah, know who he true. was. <laughs> I didn't know I was in Flavortown, Tommy. <laughs> His giant bleach hair, ridiculous facial hair, and outrageous shirt with giant flames on it didn't give it away. <laughs> or was he was he was he in incognito mode? What was he wearing? Was he just wearing normal guy stuff? He's wearing a like shirt with like flames on it. That was pretty dope. So he was wearing like the guy Fieri outfit, and you still went over your head. I didn't know who he was. Wow, I would have recognized that. I think that's top ten recognizable faces from like a mile away too. Because it's yeah, just so ridiculous. That's one of the obvious ones. <laughs> I was expecting you to pick like like I feel like that happens to undersized athletes a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they don't, they don't like necessarily stand out compared to like everyone else when you look at them like in person, right? Because like think about if you see if you see uh, Aaron Judge, you're gonna be like, "Sheesh, that's Aaron that's, Judge." That, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> when you see Ian Kinsler, you're just gonna be like, "Hey, was like who's that?" Like I must work in the front yeah. office. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me flip it. Have, you, have any? I'll open it to you guys. Who has anyone ever mistaken any of you for celebrity? Does that ever happen? We have Malk TV Gaming out here. You know? <laughs> no. you, you, YouTube Fortnite God. Wait, wait, are you actually a Fortnite guy? 
Yeah, I actually am. Uh, <laughs> my most kills is a uh, 19, and it was a uh, soul squads. Yeah, I'm pretty good at Fortnite. Are you ranked? Oh uh, no, but I'm I'm in a tournament right now, and I'm doing pretty good in that. Uh oh, are you gonna miss your game for being a nice guy and being here tonight? No, but uh, my parents said if I did make semis, I could skip school. So that, that's a plus. Do you have that's to motivation. go? Do you have to like go to an actual thing if you well, make the semis? Well, no. After if you get past semis, then I think like the finals is held in like New York City, and it's like ten million dollars. What? Wow. See, dude, there. This is the where the money's at right now, Tommy. I'm telling you, YouTube video games. My thumbs, man, aren't they're not quick enough. Wait, so are you guys all on Fortnite then? I mean, I play a little bit, but not as. He's. I'm the mobile god. I just want to say the only kill I've ever gotten in Fortnite was against Matt. So, <laughs> is that true? That's pride right there. Okay, it is true, but I, I, <laughs> I only had snipers, and so did he, so it was kind of like... It but was I lucky. still killed you, it was, didn't I? It was I? lucky, so... <laughs> Alright, so seeing the video games, do any of you guys, have any of you guys uh, played the show yet, the new one? Does anyone have yeah, it? Yeah, I bought it. How uh, do you like it? Oh, I love it. It's so it's so nice. What's, what's, what's like the game nice. mode that you're playing? Like, you guys play, you play Diamond Dynasty? Just, uh, Battle Royale, like the Battle Royale. Game. Yeah, yeah, me too. Damn, I you have to pay for that game though, or isn't there something you have to have like little tokens for battle royale? You have to have like fifteen hundred. The first entry is free though. Yeah, first entry is free. Yeah. Then you, if you win in that one, you just keep playing. Like you know, you get more, and then you could. How does that? It. How does that mode work for the people who don't know how video games work? You want oh, to explain there, it? Yeah, sure. There's like a there's a twenty five round uh, draft, and you just pick the, your players essentially, and it's three inning games. So you like don't want good starting pitching, but pitching, but you want like a stacked bullpen. So and you just try and win ten, twelve games before you lose two. Yeah, three in games that are crazy. Yeah, because because if you you give it one run, you're like, oh man, like this this mount looking too hot. Oh, yeah. it's devastating. And then another thing is you get you get like three legends. So like uh, my first one, I got Willie Mays, 99 overall, and then like you get like three like gold players, three silver. So like there's like tiers. So your team, every team is like balanced out. So everyone you play is balanced out. It's just how you draft. And then like another strategy too is you want to put like your best player first because like usually the other team. Has, oh, because you only get three innings. You only get three innings, so yeah. you want the most at-bats. And then two, usually, like, when you fa- the first pitch you face is, like, 50 overall. So, like, you just wait till you get your pitch gone every time. Is that the same strategy for all you guys? Yeah. Because yeah, you, you, like, like, you can't, like, select your starting pitcher. It's random, so yeah. you, like, don't know yeah. what you're going to get. So you just pick all the worst ones and get them out of there after the first guy. Yeah, and another strategy is you want to do a righty-lefty lineup because normally they try to stack their bullpen, and so they have, they have like, one dominant lefty, and you just got, like, a, like five lefties in a row, and then you're just going to keep them in for those five lefties. Yeah. So you got to try to switch it up. I got a cool idea. Would you guys be down <laughs> for a Battle Royale, like, high school tournament? So it's all three inning games. Oh, yeah. You could play, like, four <laughs> games in a day. Would that be nuts? Yeah, that would be crazy. That would be fun to try, though. That would be so awesome. You should do that. You should. I feel like that would be a great winter ball thing because then you get to face a whole bunch of random different teams and stuff. I'm inventing this, dude. I like this idea. It's a great because you could do like a whole round robin in one day, right? You could you could pl- have a pool of four teams. Yeah, like get like five or six teams together at yeah. one field and just play like quick, yeah, like thirty minute games. Yeah, that would be fun. Three innings, take a break. Three yeah. innings, take a break. In case you're counting, this is another dope idea that Tommy has released over the airways that he can never claim as his now. <laughs> these are all free. I'm like trying to give other people these ideas. Yeah. We're a show that just like makes other people millions. We're ideas guys. We're not in practice guys. Yeah. We, we just kind of like come up with these things Let, and kind of. Let's try to do it. I Let, think let's that's actually do something that we talk about. How do we make a baseball team? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's, and that's where it ends. That's where it Dude, ends. We're both like ah. Yeah. You want to play the show though? <laughs> <laughs> Who puts the most time into the uniforms for their the show Dynasty team or whatever? I'm the only one with the game, so probably me. Okay, so, <laughs> so, so everyone else just is, wait. What about you now? 
Uh, I I tried, but not not gonna lie, my uniforms aren't looking too hot. I right sent now. you a picture of mine. Mine's right. sweet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you see it? You sent it to the yeah, group yeah, chat. Oh, they don't know about that. No, it's fine. Okay. I, yeah, it's pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> the SCPI group chat's live. Yeah, it is. No, it's it. They're cool uniforms, guys. They're the San Diego Hot uh, Town. I love it. <laughs> it's a great team name. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Uh, Padres not looking so hot right now, though. But <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. are you guys all Padres fans? Jake, speak wow. up, Jake. Uh, I'm a I'm a Cubs fan. My dad was born in my dad was born in Chicago, and so I've just always grown up as a Cubs fan. I went to spring training ever since I was like five, six, seven, eight. So I've just I've always liked baseball and the Cubs. Yeah, I was a Cubs fan. No. I've been a Cubs fan since two years ago too. Hop <laughs> <laughs> no, on the bandwagon. No, Cubs spring training is cool though. It's in, it's in Scottsdale, right? Yeah, it's in Arizona. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good spot. Well, it's it's one of the ones too that's not that far away from like hotels and stuff. Some of them are kind of in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. but the Cubs one is kind of in a cool spot. What about what about the rest of you guys? Any other? Well, I, I'm a Red Sox fan. <laughs> why? 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 No, and he, and he's a Yankees fan. Okay, so he was a Giants fan when they won. No. He was a Rangers fan when they made it to the World Series, and then Red Sox fan. And then I called him out, so he stuck with the Red Sox. So yeah. <laughs> Not true. Uh, it sounded pretty accurate. I'm, I'll go ahead. So we got Red Sox, Yankees. What about you two in the back? There's nothing. <laughs> Power Titans, baby. Power Titans. Well, I'm an A's fan because I, I moved here like 2013. So I used to just go to the games all the time on Sundays. Bodie, you were just at an A's game. Yeah, I was at the A's game yesterday and reminded that I didn't need to go back to the Coliseum after seeing some Raiders <laughs> games there. The Coliseum struck a little bit. I think Sheesh. they're getting a new stadium, though. Oh sure, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> they got they got a plan in place. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Wait, so did that make you a Raiders fan then? No, I'm a Niners fan. Oakland. And- Wait, so were you were you living? What part of the Bay were you in? Uh, Newark is like by Fremont and Niles. Okay, so you just kind of skipped the. Well, when I was a kid, thing. I none of my family's like a big football fan, so I just liked their uniforms more. So I started liking them more. That's fair. I feel like Raiders fans don't really care what city teams in either. Like, I don't think they're going to lose any fans moving. Nah, Vegas. Raider Nation's global, bro. That's they worldwide. Have more fans in San Diego and LA than they do in Oakland. I'm I'm pretty sure. Well, definitely in LA. Ooh, Dennis hit you with the buzzer. <laughs> no, I well when I went to college in LA, if I ever went to an airport on a, like a football Sunday, you would see Raiders fans everywhere because, as you know, the airport is like ten minutes away from the stadium. So actually, getting to the stadium from LA is almost easier than getting there from like South Bay or something like that because just a one hour flight, get off, you're right there, one hour flight back. Fun fact. I didn't know that. That's good. That's good to know. Also, you want another pro tip? What's up? If you're trying to go to San Francisco, never use SFO because it's the worst airport of all time. Flying to Oakland, flying to San Jose. Do not fly to. I flew out of there this morning. It wasn't too bad. Oh, really? How long was your flight delayed? Uh, we actually took off early. No, you did not. You did not. (laughs) One of those days, huh? Did you land in SFO or did you land in San Jose? San Jose. Whoa. I have never been on an on-time flight (laughs) out of SFO my whole entire life. I don't. Hey, Bodie's just a good guy. They treat him well. There. Yeah, Bodie's just know. nice to them. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they know once they step like, into the building. That like, Tommy Morris character. Uh, we go through security like yeah. seven times. <laughs> That's probably why. Make sure that I'm okay. I don't know. So yeah, so I, it is weird to me. So is there anyone on your team that's a Padres fan? No. I mean, a lot of us are just from San Diego, so we grew up being right. like hometown fans. But yeah, it's the time to jump on have, right now. Yeah, <laughs> we also have Kyle. We also have Kyle Nevin on our team, who his dad, Phil Nevin, played for the Padres for a long time. But I think he's currently a Yankees fan because his dad is a third base coach for for the Yankees right now. Yeah, that's tough. Good reasoning. When you're a coach's <laughs> kid, it's tough because like every three years, they, you know what I mean. It's just it's just like kind of the nature of the beast. But uh, wait, uh, 
you could I'll allow you to stop liking the Red Sox and start liking the Padres. You're allowed to make that bandwagon <laughs> switch because we're pretty good this year. <laughs> no, will you accept me on the bandwagon? Oh yeah, for sure. But I will say this though, I feel like kids, especially like around my age or in their age, like when you hear about the story of breaking the curse of Bambino, like I feel like that converted a lot of people to be Red Sox fans. That one thirty for thirty. Yeah, like that's one of the great. But think about it, Tommy. That's a great documentary, man. That's a great one. That's one of the all-time. I, I remember it as a person, too. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, I was <laughs> six. I was six, but, like, I remember it, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. We'll, we'll reminisce about more baseball with Poway Titans. Uh, don't go anywhere. Listen to Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio here in San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Yeah, good. That's good. Tom, I'm proud of you. <laughs> That's what you got to do. I got it wildly wrong the first, like, yeah. eight or ten times, though. Well, I so, mean, now you got it. No cap. Yeah, no cap. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Southern California Prep Insider Radio on San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Welcome back. Tommy Morris here. Noel Alexina in the house. Bodie Silva at SD Preps is here. Chase in the house as well. Poway Titans baseball team. And you'll listen to Blink-182 in honor of Poway. Again, if you want to follow along, it's at SD Prep Insider on Instagram and Twitter. Guys, coming up, not your next game, not the game after that. And not the game after that, because those are your big rivalry games against uh, Rancho Bernardo. I'm, I know you already know that. After that comes the Lions tournament. So what is that tournament like? Which which uh, bracket are you guys in? Uh, this year, I think, we'll be in the open bracket. Yeah, so last year we were D1, and that was one of the craziest weeks of our whole season because we had, I think, three walk-offs in three. like four, four games or something. It was insane. And, yeah, we didn't think we were going to do as good as we thought, and we ended up winning it all in that tournament. And that really helped us with our rankings, moving us up. And so yeah, this, that's going to be a big tournament for us this year, but we're, we're going to be ready for it. Who hit the walk-offs? Any of you hit yeah. every every person in or in every game? It was somebody new that contributed. It wasn't like one person every time that did something. It was we, a new person every single game. We also played really big teams that we never expected to win, to beat. We played number two from Nevada, Paulo Verde, Paulo Verde, and we also played um, Foothill, and that was a that was a crazy game. Yeah, that and I, and Foothill. Yeah. Okay. They were they were really good. Uh, speaking of the the Lions pool this year, you guys got Oaks Christian and Bingham from Utah. What's it like when you're playing a team out of the county, out of the state, that maybe you don't have any scouting report or, or know really about any of their kids? I find that fun because they don't know anything about us either. So, I mean, there's really no advantage, and it, it's just loose. We just play against them. We have no scouting reports. We just, like, play what we think their, their weaknesses are, and yeah. Do you feel that uh, sense of pride, like when you play a team not from San Diego and they come in and they play in that tournament with you guys? Yeah, we obviously want to rep that San Diego baseball is one of the top like baseball counties in the nation. Yeah, I, I think Lions tournament is really cool. It, where does that rank for you guys as far as tournaments <coughs> you've gotten to play or, or baseball experiences you've got to have? Definitely one of the top top tournaments that we've ever like I've ever experienced. Especially because we also play play for a prize. If we win, we get a mini fridge in our locker room. Uh oh, <laughs> mini that's fridge. A coach's, coach's deal right there. What's gonna go yeah. in that fridge? Drinks. <laughs> uh, oh, just Gatorade? Bunch of Gatorade. Okay, um, is anyone going to try and claim that for, like, lunchtime privileges? So you put your lunch in there in the morning and then come back and get it later at lunchtime? No, you don't do that. It, it'll all be gone. You, you what if you r- put your name on it? Oh, no. No one cares. It doesn't, mean <laughs> that doesn't matter. <laughs> they don't see you. It doesn't. You guys are all terrible people. You, you <laughs> go by the, the name on food rule? I mean, we have a rule, but. What that, is it? That stays closed between us. Is it, is it about food? Yeah, if you take somebody's food, something. Something bad happens? Not too bad. But is it who's the worst perpetrator of the food stealing? Robbie Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Straight call out. Oh, wow. 
okay. I mean, it's That's true. But. I think, okay, is it bad? In, it, he, all yours, I'll rank it. Like, let's say you have a bag of a can or some, something someone just grabs and takes one. That's not that bad, whatever you'll live. Gum, you'll live. Uh, sunflower seeds, fine. But if it's like a sandwich or something, you just grab half of it and just bite into it. That is like code red violation. That is. Yeah, I walked into the locker room twice during winter ball and he was standing there eating my sandwich. Oh, no. The worst is when you got a road game and they don't have like a water fountain. So you bring your own water and you're hitting and you come back in the dugout and you see your water is half drank and then you're just like, wow. Oh, oh my God. The disrespect. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, what if you waterfalled it though? I still got less water. Yeah, that, that's. <laughs> he said, it "Doesn't matter how it is; it's still gone." The, that's true. Biting in a sandwich is a savage move. Yeah, that is insane. It'd be, it'd be one thing like if you had Pan Express, you like took a bite of like orange chicken. Yeah, like it's one fine. orange chicken, little little bite size. Yeah, but a sandwich, and then you gotta eat the part where they just bit into. You know how mad I would be too if I was like, like, damn, I can't wait to eat this sandwich, man. I'm a little hungry. <laughs> they, I didn't eat it. They don't, they don't just take a bite; they eat the because, whole thing. <laughs> wait, you didn't even get to take a bite? Well, I had like half of it, and then I come back and it's gone. Half isn't enough, man. Do you look like you know when like a dog like goes like eats in the trash, and then like you kind of catch it and like looks at you with those eyes, like did did you get one of those looks like the deer in the headlights? Oh no, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. Just goes through and eats it. What a nightmare! That guy's savage, man. Here's okay. This here's okay. Here's they get him back. You ready? (laughs) How how much is is he with the spicy food type thing or very much against it? Yeah, Ivan's smart. He knows. <laughs> Get a sandwich. Put a habanero crap ton of spicy stuff in the middle so it doesn't come out the sides. That first bite is going to be wild, and he's gonna. He's, there's no way he's gonna see it coming. Just leave it baited there, wide yeah. open. Bro, he's gonna, he's gonna be in for a rough night, man. I don't he know. He will never Make steal sure your it's food like again. After the game, one bite's not gonna kill him. Okay. Yeah, over over summer, um, two years ago, I I played on a team that my teammate would always steal my my gum. Yeah. So I put I put some crack, some crack like little chilies in there, and he never he re, he I don't think he's ever stolen anything after that. So you are you already done the strategy? Oh, it's yeah. it's a good strategy. How what was it? Were you there when he when he bit into it? Oh, definitely. He started crying. He, <laughs> never, <laughs> That's what and you before get. Before that, he had already drank everybody's water in the locker or in the in the what's it called the dugout. So he. He's just dying for this a guy. For this guy's an animal. <laughs> this guy's an animal. He just destroys every meal in his path, regardless of the owner. That's crazy. <laughs> this is the one friend that doesn't order enough food at the restaurant. He's like, "No, I'm not gonna eat that much." And then the food comes, and he starts just, "Oh, can I get a fry?" Yeah. For every single person in the room, and then eventually your plate's empty, and it's and all then he's belly. and he's full. Like he's like, "Oh yeah, we ate good tonight, boys, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like a Costco. You know, lunchtime, <laughs> going and sampling everyone's stuff, and then just getting out of there. I love samples. Yeah. Well, okay, okay. I think fries are fries are acceptable, but the only problem is once you give, once one dude does that, then you're gonna have three other dudes run up to you and try and. You know the the, the 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 big difference is like if I was like, "Hey, Bo, do you want some of my sandwich?" You know, like yeah. then I'd be like, you know, this goes out of the kindness of my heart. Like, damn, Bo, Bodie's looking a little hungry. I gotta give him some. You know, yeah. You know what I mean? But if it's like. I look and it's gone, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> then that's different. That's where it's like, bro, come on. What's more disrespectful if they like if they sneak it or if you like offer them the bite and then they just like take half your Go, sandwich off? Oh, I mean that's your fault though. You could be like, hey, you could take a little bite, you know? Like let, you have to let them know your intentions. <laughs> just draw like beginning. draw with a little line, like how <laughs> like much they can fake, bite like, into. Yeah. yeah, you could bite here. After that, yeah. No more. Uh, favorite pregame meal then, guys, in, in honor of eating stuff. What, what's your go-to? We definitely always go to either Jersey Mike's or um, we have a corner next to our high school where where there's a Mexican. 
Mexican food shop. Yeah, taco shop. The cir- Circle yeah, K Cal- taco shop. Yeah, California bro. burritos, carne asada, fries, rolled tacos. Like, yeah, a bunch of us actually have the taco shop contact in our phones, so we all call. There you go. Calling the order and it's ready. That's how you know. That's how you know you're like a local. You know what I mean? You yeah. call it in. They'll be like, all right, take ten minutes. It'll take you exactly ten minutes to walk there. Yeah. They yeah, show up as they're putting it on the plate. Hey, you, you dial it up and they're like, hello, this is Bubba Taco Shop. Like, yeah, you know who it is. <laughs> you know what I want. Who has the best taco shop timing? Who's the master at it? Because <laughs> you, I know, I know how this works. I do the same thing with my phone when I'm like coming home, especially if, like tonight because it's gonna be late. I know exactly what point of the freeway I need to make that phone call, to where when I get there it's ready. Well, our school's like exactly the right timing. So as okay. soon as we get to our car, like we're all kind of figuring out as we're driving out of the parking lot, and we're like, all right, this is what we're ordering. We all order it, and then it's there. Yes. Yeah, and I worked next to the next to the taco shop. So right when I'm done with work, I immediately call in, get my car, go there. It's ready. You think that like the part of that taco shop's training is like, hey, Poway baseball is coming in at. Yeah. Uh, They're gonna call. It's gonna be nine be, minutes got, and forty three yeah. seconds to get here. Yeah, <laughs> that like that phone training must be crazy. Like they have to have like an hour, just like all right. So this Poway person, when they call, you gotta have it down. Like that, that's that's loyalty right there. Well, I, you know what's funny is I did that last night. Like last night, I ordered from uh, got my family dinner at Lolita's, and I called in and I was like, I gotta time this out right. As yeah. soon as I got there, I saw I'm done with it. I was like, let's go. Like that's a big day. It. Yeah. That is, that is, no, it, is. no it's it means it's a big difference, bro. <laughs> if you miss, if you get, if you get there too early, then you have to wait, and you, it stinks. And if you yeah. get there too late, it's cold. Now. It's cold, and it's ruined. And you're like, yeah. why did I do that? It's I on you. Through. Yeah, nobody else's fault but yourself. You want another pro uh, call, call in tip type thing? So back in the day, when there was only one board and brew, <laughs> it was very popular. Okay, Bodie, I'm sure you you probably grew up on the board and brew. Um, so what me and my friends would do if the line was long, we go stand in the back of it, call in, and then walk uh, out. So that's fo- smart. I just ruined that for everybody else who does that. Yeah, I think. If someone's listening, like, damn it, that was you know? that's a good move. Freaking they also, Tommy, I also bro. didn't know how to order the sauce correctly. Oh, well, okay, red sauce, green sauce, like what, oh, yeah. what's what, the, what goes on the tacos? No sauce. What are you thinking? I don't know. You don't put any it's sort like, of you guys condiment. Don't put any, uh, I'm cilantro, a red sauce cilantro and onions, and then yeah, some kind of salsa. For Cali burritos, I always go red. I got two red sauces all the time. I get, I call it, get it, two red sauces, dump it in. There you go. Well, like for me, I don't like the sauces, but I do put sour cream because I find that pretty good. Yeah, you can't eat it dry. Like, yeah, yeah. you know why? It's because sour cream had a good year last year. So yeah. now he likes the sour. It's like eating. No, you can't. You can't eat it dry. I don't know. I laughed so hard, my my headphones <laughs> fell off. <laughs> but the sauces, I think there's a mood to it almost. Like, like. I feel like if you go to the taco shop and they ask you red or green, you say both, and then you I decide think, when yeah. you get home. Damn, that's two for two. Yeah, I, I get I get one red, one green. Mix it up a little bit. Like, ooh, I need to cool down. Get the green sauce on. <laughs> oh, right. I'm trying to heat up red sauce. Wait, so okay, what's your strategy with if you get a California burrito? It's kind of you have to either sacrifice the chance of ruining the whole burrito by unrolling it, pouring it in, or do you do it as you go? So what I do is I go, I put it on the top, bite, then I just go. Pour, bite, pour, bite. And that's yeah. what I do. And what's, what's weird is that the, our taco shop next to the high school, I'm a red sauce guy. But then at Taco Taco next to our Poway Walmart, I'm a green sauce guy. Mm. So, different. See, they're veterans out here, Tommy. Yeah. I wonder if Christian's listening. I'm like, what are they? <laughs> they're ruining they everything doing? I put together. Talk about how you eat tacos yeah. and not sour cream. I don't know. It's important, man. That's the stuff that people want to hear. You it know is. what I mean? Like. Well, and the, the good thing about baseball, like I love baseball, don't get me wrong, but it is one of the sports where you can eat a California burrito and not oh, feel yeah. terrible during the game. Like, oh, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of sports you can't take that risk. That is, baseball, it's probably fine. Imagine, if you're like first base. Yeah, not yeah. a lot of running involved. Yeah. 
Beer DH. DH. Oh, yeah. DH, man. I mean, pitching though, I I've had a few days where I've gotten a burrito and then I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Should have gone for like a smoothie or something <laughs> healthy. But then you come out and like the next game, you're like, all right, let's see. And then you get a smoothie and you're thrown four or five miles an hour harder, and you're like, ah, yeah. Yes, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I see California burritos before all my games. How okay? But how many hours did you space between the California burrito and the football game? Uh, kickoff was like seven and seven fifteen. I would eat mine at like four. That's fine. You, if you give yourself three hours, that's fine. Okay. I think in that one hour window, you're really pushing it. That's like, I, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> like you, like I imagine like running for a first down, and you're just like, coach, I gotta go. Like you just like, and you just I continue to just like run off the field, run, run into the locker room. I like, I like sit baseball. I get I get uh, thrown out first, like for a grounder, and I just like keep running. Just, yeah, peel off to the right. Yeah. and just get out of there. <laughs> All right, uh, we got one more segment left coming up with Poway Baseball. We promise not to talk too much about Mexican food. This <laughs> is Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio here in San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. It's butt sniffer offense. Ooh, yeah, can do. You are listening to Southern California Prep Insider Radio on San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Welcome back, Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. Tommy Morris, No Laxina, Bodie De Silva, chasing the house. Poway Baseball here for. This last segment. And, guys, you got some players going off to play after high school, so congratulations to them. Can you just kind of name them off and kind of wait where they are expecting to go if they know yet? So we have um, Kyle Nevin, who's going to Baylor. Um, we have uh, Ryland Nigro, who's going to NNU in Idaho. Um, Robbie Williams, who's going to UC Colorado Springs. Who else? Oh, Taylor, Taylor Johnson, who's going to LMU. And Trevor Tachenko, who's going to Cal Berkeley. It's pretty impressive list. So, I mean, so you guys have obviously at your school had a bunch of really good alumni from baseball. Have any of them come back to kind of watch you guys play or come to practice? Oh, no, definitely. We have a bunch of guys that come back and hit with our hitting coach, Darren. Um, we have uh, Austin Wins. I'm not sure Got if you know. Catcher for the Orioles. Uh, during all of winter, he was down with us the whole time. He's pretty much one of our coaches. He just helped us all the time, and he was awesome. And yeah, we all got close with him. And then he had to leave for spring training, which sucked, but it was super fun having him. And uh, Alex Dickerson comes back every once in a while, watches his game. He came back and played alumni game like two years That's ago. That's so unfair. And, yeah. We got it's, it's funny because out of the MLB players, you wouldn't expect him to be the one. He's wearing jeans, just a regular T-shirt. He wore jeans to play in the game? Yeah, That's kind of awesome. Casual. Yeah, and uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. was just here like last MC game. We were playing Matt Camaro. He comes to like 25% of our games. He's there a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. Is, is he is he a vocal guy in the stands or does he? No, he, he just sits like right outside the dugout, just watches, talks to the coaches a little bit. We he should just let him in the dugout. Well, we probably would if you wanted to, but he's he's a pretty good observer. He just likes to watch. So so how many do you you might you guys might not know this? How many MLB players do you think Poway's produced? I don't, I don't oh, know the answer. Just, Connor, Joe. Connor Joe just made his MLB debut. Oh, that's he right. He went to USD. He went, yeah, he went to uh, Poway. And Tyler Nevin recently got drafted a couple years ago, first round from the Rockies. Kevin Newman as well with the Kevin Pirates. Newman, yeah. Yeah. Yes, correct. So, do you guys? Did you guys? Did you go to the Giants game? Giants Padres to go see him play? Is he? Does he come back ever? What, what was it like seeing him out there? Uh, it was. Uh, it was really cool. Like I didn't really know who he was. Like I saw, I saw him playing in the day. I saw him playing the day before. We were streaming the game in the cage. I saw him. We went out there. There's a lot of there's a lot of people from Poway at the game. So during BP, they were kind of all shouting his name, wanting to, wanted to see him. He waved to us. We said hi to him. We said we go to Poway, and it was a really cool thing. <laughs> also, having a hitting coach like Coach Darren, he brings out a lot of MLB guys. And, yeah, it's and always story time. Like, like in the middle of a hitting lesson, he'll just tell us one of these crazy stories about what like one of these like big leaders had and like what they did to prepare. So them you know my next question then, right? 
what was his best story? Yeah. <laughs> well, one, one that you can share oh, I, that won't embarrass anyone. His name. But I remember leave him anonymous. That'll be even better. I remember Darren was talking about him and like he took he took one fastball and Darren was really mad at him and it was during a close game. It was like bottom of the seventh. They were down by one with a runner on first and this guy took a just a perfect pitch down the middle and Darren was just freaking out because he was so mad at him and uh, yeah the guy was sitting on a curveball and the next pitch curveball right down the middle just it's a tank walk off home run and Darren like everyone was just freaking out and like that's just like all about having an approach and sticking to your plan like knowing that pitch is gonna come. How has that, like, helped you guys? Like, you, you guys talk about all the people that come back and all the advice you guys get from uh, people who have done it at a high level. How does that impact your guys' game? It definitely gives us a bunch of confidence knowing knowing that there's been guys in the past that have made it coming out from the same path that we're on. And, and also just, like, getting the chance to talk to these guys. Like, we had Joe Musgrove at our field a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And, I don't know, just getting tips that – <laughs> like Austin Wynn said, um, just to get more swagger on the field and, and just play with more confidence. All right, so Chase did a good thing today. He he looked up all the players that did go to Poway and that, that did play in the Major League. So, yay or nay, if you've heard of these guys. Brett Bochy. Yay. Yeah. Uh, Alex Dickerson, obviously. Tony Gwynn Jr., okay. obviously. Connor Joe, you mentioned. How about, a little bit older, this guy's probably like 31 right now, Thomas Neal. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He that's always the, talks. I think that's always talks about the story. Was that the guy? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Newman. Yeah. Correct. Ooh, this is an older one, but he had a kid who's about your guys' age. Uh, Phil Plantier. Uh, nah, never heard of him. Wow. <laughs> he was the Padres hitting coach a few seasons back. He hit a he, he hit, Dennis. You probably know this more. I think he hit like. I want to say he had over 20 home runs for the Padres one year or something like that. Yeah, his problem is like he had this giant upper swing. He used to hurt his back all the time. That's kind of sweet, though. And he came from the Red Sox, so yeah, I remember I, that. Having an upper cut swing is sweet. Uh, none of you do that, obviously, but it's pretty sweet. Um, what? In 93, 34 home runs for the Padres. 34, there it was. I think he was actually like the Padres' leading home run hitter until, I, I, I want to say Nevin? i got to check that. He hits dingers. That's dingers. all you need to know. Um, Xavier Scruggs. Oh yeah, yes. I, I've seen him at the cage because uh, freshman year there was like they had like a little workout set up and he'd he'd be there working out and stuff. And yeah. All right, a much older guy here, Dave Smith. No, old school pitcher. And then Austin wins, obviously. Yes. Yeah. So, it, it, how much confidence does it give you guys knowing that it is possible to, for that route to exist for you guys because you went to that school and I just named off a bunch of dudes who have made the same uh, kind of gone through the same path you have. Uh, it was cool because Austin shared his story about like. He wasn't getting really. He wasn't getting looked, and he wasn't getting offers. And he was planning on going to a junior college, and then his uh, summer ball coach convinced him to go walk on at Fresno. And on the third to last day on cuts, he made the team. But he didn't. He thought he was just gonna go JUCO, and that's where he started. And now he's in the big leagues. Yeah, and it was just, cool but, having. Um, yeah, sorry, but um, it was cool having like all these players coming back like over the summer. Um, Chris Davinsky was always coming to our bullpen sessions because we pitched with. Uh, Dom Johnson, and he saw me throwing a bullpen, and he was asking about my changeup, how I grip it, and like that's his star pitch. And he just like he's like, hey, come play catch with me, and he wanted to see how I was throwing my changeup, and he's like, that's a really good pitch. I see see good potential in it. That's become like my that's my pitch now is the changeup because he said that I had good potential with it, and I didn't really think I did. I've also had the chance to talk to Ken Giles, uh, closer, and. It's just awesome watching those guys throw in front of you and just getting the chance to talk to them and getting pro tips. Like, when somebody makes it, you want to listen to those guys, not not people behind the scenes just talking. Yeah, and, like, we'll be – like, during those bullpen sessions, the major league guys would come in and throw, 
and we'd be there right next to him, and our, our coach is telling them the exact same thing that he's telling us, but obviously to fit each guy differently. And it's cool just seeing that, yeah, everything he's saying is the same thing he's telling us, showing that it does work. That, that, that's good validation for your coaches, right? I mean, yeah. They, oh, for they, sure. They made it happen. You got, you got somebody? Uh, yeah, last year in the Open Division playoffs, you guys were the eight seed, won the opener at number one Eastlake, uh, and then again had to beat them later on in the semis, and you did that again at Eastlake. What was that experience like? I mean, obviously Eastlake's not a place where too many teams win, and you guys were able to do it twice in about a week. Well, yeah, that was just a crazy experience overall. Um, me personally getting my first high school start in that very important game, um, it was just a cool experience knowing that, knowing that I had a defense to trust and batters in the lineup to just go out and rake. I don't know. It was just it was just something that I'll never forget. Obviously, yeah. And it, it was all about like preparation. Like our coaches knew like what Eastlake had. They prepared us with the pitching machine, just gassing it up, getting us ready for it. And we were just locked in every pitch, and we knew we couldn't let up like one at bat because that might decide the game. And when we beat Eastlake, uh, it was like in ten innings, and yeah, it was crazy. Did, yeah. you guys, did you guys play Grant Holman in one of those games? Yeah. yeah. Who, who, yeah. Were, who was pitching for them those two games? They had uh, Ryan Leanhart and Grant Holman pitch. 2D1 guys. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty good. So, I mean, again, that's got to help you guys out a lot coming into this year. Those were two of the best in San Diego County last year, especially Grant. Like, didn't lose a game until you guys played him. So, how, how awesome was that being the first team to beat him pretty much? It was awesome. Like, those games, we had the most energy. That was when we really felt like we had the best team. And um, – it just yeah, we just had the best, most teamwork, most energy going into. And it. I think us getting that far motivates us to like win it this year, and we yeah. we just really want to get back there, pushing us to prove that we can do something big again two years in a row. And for those who don't know, Grant Holman's pitching at Cal right now. Yeah. Um, Leonard, I believe, San Diego State. Yeah, uh, he's starting tomorrow, and Grant also DHs when he's not pitching, so just kind of shows the complete player, but um, he can be taken down. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I can he, he plays first too, right, Grant? Yeah, he played yeah, first in high school. Yeah, right? they've DH'd him because Cal's got a good probably the best hitter in the, the country. But I, you, I wonder if he could eventually try and do both. That, that can't happen, right? That's not plausible. I mean, they've uh, what the the Rays have a pitcher, uh, Brennan McKay. They I know they're they've tried that with him. So we'll see. Ricky and Keel was pretty good for both. Not at the same time. <laughs> yeah, not at the same time, but <laughs> separately was good at both of them. All right, guys, you got about a minute left before uh, before we switch on over to Del Norte's. Any any shout-outs you want to give? There's a bunch of you here. Anyone listening? Shout-out to shout our out. coaching staff and shout the out. rest of the team that couldn't make it tonight. And Malk, Malk TV Gaming. On, on YouTube. <laughs> is, that, is that the channel? Yeah. I'm, how, what, what's your best video? I'm going to look it up right now. Oh, it's <laughs> got to be your 19. Oh, yeah, it, it has to be uh, my 19... Uh, Elimination. It's uh. How do I spell this? This YouTube channel. A L K. Then TV gaming. Yeah. I got a TV game. All right. Go explain this video that I'm about to watch. Okay. Uh, I was doing squads and uh, the team I was playing with. They're not very good. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> and I kind of had to carry. My back was hurting. And um, is this fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji, insane loot spots? No, oh, that, no, that, that's definitely his best video. No, no, that's also clickbait. Um, that's clickbait. <laughs> so is that just a video of nothing? That'd be genius. Uh, no, I, I just wanted to be one of my friend. I was trying to get some views, but <laughs> it, it should say like nineteen. No, it should say Bush Camper ruins twenty bomb. But uh, none of that slang. 
Oh, Bush Wookie? Bush, yeah, Bush Wookie. There we go. Uh, there we go. Yeah, all right. I'm going to watch this. we got to go commercial break. I'm going to watch it. Padway, thank you so much for coming in. It's a pleasure um, having you on. Yes. We will be watching, keeping track of you guys all season long. Don't go anywhere. we got Del Norte coming in next. You'll listen to Southern California. Prep Insider Sports Radio here on San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. The guys open division. You can catch that on our SoundCloud later tonight. You can catch my laptop in the background dinging because I'm a horrible producer at radio. <laughs> I apologize for that. That was the, uh, that was the real ding. That you you can catch... Uh, <laughs> 